Welcome to episode number two of the North Spring Sessions podcast with DK. I'm your host, Dustin Kennedy. Uh, thank you guys for um, listening to episode number one. You know, a little bit of a, um, a delay on Apple's end. We've, we've not got the podcast approved yet through Apple or Google, Google uh, Chrome, Chrome Podcast, whatever. So right now we're just on Spotify and uh, Podbean where we upload the podcast too. So uh, tonight I want to... You know, I wasn't planning on doing a podcast tonight. I was going to let the first one breathe a little while, but uh, got a lot of controversy here in the state of Tennessee today from Oliver Anthony, the uh, viral sensation from about a month ago with his hit "Rich Man North of Richmond," and uh, big drama coming out of Knoxville. Uh, the Cotton Eye Joe announced last night, which has uh, been having concerts for many, many years there in Knoxville, and they uh, they said 500 tickets would go on sale today. And um, I, admittedly, I'm one of those guys that bought tickets. Um, longer story behind that because I'm an idiot. But, um, yeah, so it's, it's – um, they were $99 tickets with $199 meet and greet plus a ticket to the show, which Oliver Anthony has put a stop to. So we're going to look at, back at this. We're going to end up talking about this, but we're also going to just look back in time. And I think it was about – you know, this has been going on about a month now. I remember going to a concert in August, August the 11th, and about two days prior to that concert, um, I think is when all this came out, I was at work, and um, somebody sent me a text that, hey, you need to check this guy out. So this happens a lot, you know, with, you know, just kind of trying to learn what I've tried to learn about the music business and booking music when, when I can and where I can. And so you get you get people all the time from every level. I'm talking about somebody's brother to, you know, guys that you need to be for sure keeping your radar on if you want to kind of have any credibility to hosting shows. And so the first person was like, hey, have you heard? Oh, it, it was my, um, my little sister-in-law's husband, Brooks. He sent it to me. And it wasn't just a few minutes later. My best friend sent it to me, say, you know, my girlfriend's daughter said to check this guy out. Still, I'm like, okay, that's the same guy. All right, something's going on. By the end of the night, about six people who had messaged me, right? So, I mean, I'm doing what anybody that wants to be a half-assed promoter is doing. I'm hitting him up on uh, TikTok and face, you know, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. I sent private messages on all four forums, right? So by the time Saturday rolls around, I'm heading, heading to Indiana for a Cody Jinks Eric Church concert. And probably by then, 15 people has, has uh, text or DM me the uh, Rich Man North of Richmond song. And, you know, we get it. I mean, that song resonates so hard because everybody in this country is so hard. You know, they're tired of getting screwed with, with taxes. And, you know, just you've heard the song, right? I mean, you've heard it. So it appeals to a certain demographic for sure. And, you know, the country has been so divided in the last several years that there's really no gray area on this song you're one way or the other and you know anybody knows me knows i'm about to not get into politics on this podcast this is not a political podcast i don't know enough about politics to pretend to nor do i want to go down that rabbit hole but we all know there's there's sensitive touchy subject in that song and that's why it resonates with so many people in this country for what we, you know a lot of people live through um so yeah i mean i i didn't expect really uh, any reply from any of those DMs because, you know, Oliver Anthony doesn't follow me on anything. 
So I wasn't necessarily thinking he was going to see it. So later on that weekend, um, he had he had, had I guess a personal email and he says, guys, with any booking inquiries, please reach out to this, you know, to this uh, email address here. So probably by that Sunday, I was tagging him on Facebook. You know, as many of you guys seen that listen to this podcast, I, you know, we've tagged him and stuff and. Um, I talked to a person that I, I don't really know really well, but um, I admire so many people up in that Kentucky uh, music scene, and I kind of just shot a guy a DM, and I said, "What what are you hearing?" And they and they said, "We can't afford him." Like you know, he, this guy's got the number one song in the country on iTunes after three days. He's probably not affordable. And when I was going into the process, I was thinking, well, you know, probably he is affordable because you know he's only been out for seventy two hours, right? So, but once I talked to this guy in Kentucky, my mindset kind of changed and people had tagged him and tagged him. And I was like, Hey, if y'all, you know, I'm trying, I'll bring him to North Springs music festival. If that's what you guys really want, because I was being naive thinking that we can get this guy. Right. Um, then after talking to him, I was like, ah, maybe not. But I said, Hey, this is prior to really that conversation. I had copied, I, I had shared Oliver Anthony's first post, one of his original posts and said, if you would like to hear Oliver Anthony at North Springs Music Festival. Share this post, tag him, tag the festival, let him know. Man, there was dozens upon dozens, possibly hun- hundreds of people sending the message out to Oliver Anthony. And I didn't even take it personal because you got to realize this guy came out of absolute obscurity, basically. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're getting bombarded with offers and emails and texts and congratulatory emails, texts, shout outs, you know, everybody's sharing this post because it resonated with so many people. So I really didn't think anything about it. Then when I sent emails, um, it, and it's just kind of like with the second round of tagging, I'm going to tell you, honestly, I had less than zero belief that he would a come to North Springs music festival or B probably even see the messages. So he announced a show in Kentucky that he was going to be playing in September, which is this weekend, I believe. And, you know, good for that festival and good for him, um, whatever he was making. So I just thought, you know what, there's tons of eyes on this. So why not, while there's tons of eyes and plenty of attention on this cat, why don't we just go ahead and tag him and I say, hey, if you guys really want Oliver Anthony to come to North Springs Music Festival, tag him right here in his own in his own announcement section, in his own in his own Facebook post. Just go ahead and blow the comments up. And man, these people showed out. I mean they were there was hundreds of people who tagged me, him, and North Springs Music Festival. It was overwhelming. I mean, you know, and still to this day, don't know if he saw one single person because I, I do believe he probably does his social media, but I think he hates it. He seemed like the kind of guy that just doesn't like social media. But at the same time, I thought, you know what? Screw it. Even if he doesn't come, even if his manager doesn't want him to come, you know, he's 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 about to, you know, like he's blowing up. He's playing this there, and he's all over the place. But you know what? There's going to be hundreds or thousands of people who are going to look at this post and by God, they may never have heard of it, but by the time 150 people tagged my music festival, somebody's going to go, what the hell is this North Springs music festival that keeps popping up? So, hey, 
it's free exposure in my opinion, you know. Uh, but at the same time, it wasn't just that. I mean, if that many people really wanted him, then, you know, let's go. Let's try to get him, you know. It's not like – now, if somebody would have tagged some pop country artist or something I didn't believe in, then I'm not, I'm not even doing that. I'm just going to ignore it. I don't care if it's – I don't care if it's a guy that sells, you know, five million records and on CMT and the radio every day. If I don't believe in it in my soul – and if it's not something I would listen to, then I'm not bringing it to my festival, plain and simple. I'm not greedy. And, and you can't afford them anyway. But this guy really thought at first you could afford him, so I tried to make it happen. Um, so, how, so how does people feel about this? I mean, this guy, you go from really nobody knowing who he is to becoming an Internet viral sensation. I mean, Radio West Virginia, they put a lot of cats on the map. First time I ever heard Logan Halstead was that. I mean, there's just so many people that mess with radio West Virginia that, you know, a lot of, now a lot of people probably that was so much extra exposure for them. They're supposed to be exposing the musician, but, you know, a lot of new eyeballs got on Radio WV just because of this video blowing up too. So, I mean, it was beneficial for both parties. Um, but there, there was a guy on Twitter who just went balls deep on this, like, private investigation of what Oliver Anthony like that's not his real name he's not broke he owns X amount of acres and it was just a really weird first couple weeks like like oh he bought his like there's people behind him he's got financial boosters like they boosted this post I mean okay there's not anything wrong with that technically you're not in the wrong if you you know buy social media posts or whatever. Like, I'm not even smart enough to get in on that. But, like, I think he was taken aback by so many other musicians who probably were looking at this guy going, well, you didn't you didn't put in the time. You didn't put in the travel. You didn't go play this venue for 20 people for gas money, you know, or for the, you go in the hole. You know, the, the travel and life of musicians is a challenge. And these guys have put in so many years. So, I don't know. There's There's going to be all sorts of things. But I just know, like, everybody really thought this guy had the best of intentions, right? Like, he's singing for the common man. And that's why everybody kept tagging him in my festival, because Jesus Christ, I mean, we're out here 15 minutes from anything in a hayfield by a guy who, listen, if I miss two paychecks, I'm in trouble. You know, <laughs> and I just do this music on the side. Um, so, like, this is the home of blue-collar rural America. So people really thought, hey, man, come here. So it's easy to get halfway offended, right, that you work so hard on trying to tag people and dozens and hundreds of people are, are tagging music festival, but then you see but then you see him pop up here, pop up there, and we're like, well, somebody's checking your damn emails. And then I know when we lost him, when he, when he tweeted and, or put on Instagram the Joe Rogan Experience logo, I was like, okay. <laughs> if there was ever any chance, any, like, glimmer of hope, I was like, all right, he's going on Joe Rogan. You know, oops, that that ship has sailed. But again, going back to the Twitter uh, research by Matt Moran, um, I mean, like, you know, John Rich was waiting in the wings to offer this guy a record deal. And Jamie Johnson, like, Jamie Johnson just doesn't appear at anybody's first show. And this was his first live paid gig, and Jamie Johnson gets on stage with, stage with you. I can't imagine. So then we all rush to make him a hero, right? Because we're like, he gets offered an $8 million record deal, and he turns it down. Well, that's great. 
because you're you're sticking it to the man, right? You're not, you know, he really does mean well because people keep going back and forth because we know nothing about the guy, right? Like there's nothing, there's, you know, we, we didn't know him. This time last month, 97% of these people don't know him. Now there's a handful of people who have no reason not to believe him. They say, oh, I've been listening to him for three months on TikTok. We'll probably have. I mean, you can run up on anything on TikTok. Um, so those people probably have known him for a little bit. I didn't. I'm not claiming to know something I didn't know. And so he gets on, on there and turns down $8 million. Well, we all know that once you sign a record deal, they own you basically, right? But think about it. If this guy was just – and I, I, I'll i be honest. I'm doing this podcast without a whole lot of research on him because I generally just don't jump on the bandwagon of people. Like I've, I'd spent enough time studying and supporting the acts that I've followed for years like this. I've just not completely went – jumped all in yes i mean i spent the time talking about tagging him and all that that's just because i'm a promoter promoting my ass off for north springs music festival and in whitleyville tennessee on october 14th for 40 dollars get your tickets at northspringsmusicfestival.com but in all seriousness um you know i just try to do my due diligence on this guy and if people wanted him i was going to try my damnedest to make my ticket buyers happy um so in the meantime you you look around and like I said, you turn it down eight million dollars. But while he um, while he turned down that money, supposedly, if that was a real thing, um, but if he was just a good old boy, and I don't know what he does for a living, but say if he was making eighteen, nineteen dollars an hour, again, I have no idea. I've not, I've not done the research, admittedly. But it, I could, you know, I work at a factory. You know, I'm a supervisor of a factory, and I know, like, coming from that production floor. Like what people make in the South, and like if, and he he quickly went to the top uh, top of the charts from iTunes. You know, telling you know the number that keeps getting pounced around online is he makes forty thousand dollars a day. Which uh, I mean, obviously that's not a sustainable number because you know the percentage of downloads. I mean, so many people had to go download that song that first two weeks for that to be a thing, that, that to be a number. But because that's that number is not sustainable. But if you're making eighteen, nineteen dollars an hour doing hard labor, and all of a sudden you start making forty grand a day, and if you believe anybody, you know, talking on the streets, talking in this thing, that he's making like forty grand an appearance, I mean, one week of you being a number one song on the chart on iTunes, and you're making forty grand a day. I mean, you look at you know two hundred thousand in a five day period, then you go make forty or fifty on the weekend on a show. I mean, you're making two hundred fifty thousand dollars. In a week, who the hell needs that eight million dollars to be told what to do? Because right now, you know, back when I was a, like I said on episode one, back in the nineties, eighties, nineties, early two thousands, you had to be on the radio. You had to be, you know, selling CDs. Independent country music is hotter than ever, and you can tell it by looking at who was topping the charts in the last couple weeks. You know, let Charles Wesley Godwin, Cody Jinks, all these guys. I mean, like they're they're killing it, and you know they don't have a big label behind them. Um, I mean, now True Grid is sold to WME, but um, so it's easier to turn down that big money if that's what really happened. If you're making that much off downloads and and concerts on the weekend, so you know, I I don't know, I don't know where we go. And when everything had kind of like he was still getting so much support and he was popping up at things, so I didn't get defensive. Because, like I said, if people wanted it, 
then that's what I was going to bring. And if you buy this not listen, if you just download this because it says Oliver Anthony music on Spotify, you know, this is, um, I, I really did in my, in my thoughts, in my heart, I really thought, man, if this guy's for the people, he's really got somebody watching his account and his social media and enough people can tag him on this. Like our story with North Springs Music Festival, and this is like as a slow burn, you know, like build it slowly each year, a slow, you know, organically, what I believe is the right way, you know, the first year, second year, third year, we get a little bit bigger. And this year, man, I was kind of like, well, we don't really need him. I mean, from a ticket selling perspective, hell yeah. You think if I could come up to with some sort of rational number to agree with Oliver Anthony, that that wouldn't sell a boatload of tickets? Absolutely. And that's why I tried. But when I when I put it on social media, and, you know, I, I didn't mean to be taken aback, okay? I, I'm not just easily offended, but I'm also a little petty. I'm a little petty when it comes down to this, and I'm, I'm like a little spiteful because I was seeing all these people like tagging Anthony Oliver, or I'm sorry, Oliver Anthony, and then uh, come to North Springs, come to North Springs, come to North Springs. And some of those people have been to three of three North Springs music festivals. Some of those people have never been to a one show of mine. And, you know, listen, you got to bring the talent that people want to see. Now, I, I understand that. I was telling my wife, I was like, look at these people. Some of these people never even thought about coming to our festival. Are, are, are they going to come and get Oliver Anthony? You know, so I was kind of like, what am, what am I doing that's not good enough because I will fight for this lineup that we've put together this year. Like, like I couldn't be any more proud of Cody Canada and the departed, formerly of Cross-Canadian Ragweed, Them Dirty Roses, Cole Chaney, Hannah Dasher, Addison Johnson, Tim Gooden, Wes Shipp, Rye Davis. And I put that on Facebook. Like, when, like when, when, when we couldn't come to an agreement because he didn't send me, first off, he didn't reply to anything. And that's fine. Again, the dude is in bombarded. But from my perspective, I was looking at these people who were tagging people. So I made a post that said something like this. I said, Americana music is all the rage right now, right? I said, everybody loves Zach Bryan, but you say you can't afford his tickets anymore. I said, everybody always loved Tyler Childers, even though sometimes he has some controversial views from some points in people's perspective. And I said... But people do love him, but his tickets are higher than they used to be. You know, if you don't get them right off um, face value, they can get pretty steep on the secondary market. I said I had a chance to book Charles Wesley Godwin two years ago, and I dropped the ball, and I'll always regret that. I said now there's a guy named Oliver Anthony who's been out for 72 hours who everybody's jumping to try to book, and everybody loves Oliver Anthony. And I said my whole point to this post, I said Cole Chaney is right under your damn noses. And some people was like, man, that was a little aggressive. But, like, dude, I know what I'm talking about because Zach Bryan's on a, another stratosphere now. And guess who he was taking on tour not too long ago with him? Charles Wesley Godwin. Now, Charles Wesley Godwin's selling out some pretty big places, including the Ryman Auditorium in December. And guess who's opening for him? Cole Chaney, y'all. And I just believe in Cole Chaney's music, you know, and the person Cole Chaney. So, again, I'm not trying to make any competition but I wanted to be like, some people just don't realize what they have. I mean, we're begging this guy, Oliver Anthony, to come play. We're begging him. You know, we're tagging him constantly, constantly, constantly. While a guy like Cole Chaney, who's about to take the F off, 
is coming with a hell of a lineup for $40. So my only thing is like, dude, appreciate what you got because I could very easily see those casual people who had never come to North Springs seeing Cole Chaney or Tim Gooden you know, next year on a, something and be like, oh, man, you think you could ever get Cole Chaney? How come we can't bring somebody like Tim Gooden down to North Springs? Well, they were there. They were there. And you didn't buy tickets because they didn't blow up overnight. I, I think I tweeted about Cole. And Cole didn't ask for none of this. Tim didn't ask for this because they're just putting their head down going to work. You know, um, they're no nonsense. They don't love social media. I know them both. They don't. So I'm like, so all my opinions are mine. It's not, not like they're back here complaining about this stuff. But, like, these guys, they are they are the real deal. And I just feel like, you know, I made a post and said something about, like, Cole. I said, no, Cole's never been on Fox News, and he didn't blow up overnight. And I don't know, I don't have a damn clue what his opinion on fudge rounds are. But I just want people to be like, man, DK, you know, I, I try to bring the best of the best that's within reason. So I'm pretty passionate about those two guys and the rest of that lineup. So, um that brings us to today. That brings us to today, and what a mess. And I could see this one getting pretty ugly if, if they've not already talked out the details. So, again, the Cotton Eye Joe in Knoxville, which has been bringing concerts for years and years, and I don't think I've ever spent more than $20 to see a concert at the Cotton Eye Joe. I've seen a who's who list of shows there. And so last night it kind of was like they announced the prices and it was $99 for general admission and $199 for general admission plus a meet and greet. Wow. <laughs> you know, wow. Um, that's less than I paid to meet Hulk Hogan. <laughs> or it's more than I paid to meet Hulk Hogan. Um, kind of put that in perspective. We, I've known Hulk Hogan for 40 years in front of my television screen. Oliver Anthony, I've known for about 28 days. And not knocking the guy... You know, get the money while you can. But the first thing I thought, because I've tried to do some research, is that the Cotton Eye Joe didn't take the heat last night. Oliver Anthony was taking the heat online because everybody's like, "Oh yeah, he's for the good old, he's for the good old boys, and he's for the he's for the poor folks, and he's for the working man." But you boys out here charging a hundred dollars for a concert, and two hundred if you want a picture with him. And when I told people internally, when they were like, DK, what do you think about those prices? I said, well, if it's true that he's really charging what he's charging, Cotton Eye Joe's probably got to jack that crap up to try to make their money. Um, so last night, I didn't look at it all too bad on the Cotton Eye Joe's side of it. So I wasn't going to buy tickets. And a friend of mine asked me, you know, uh, are you getting tickets? So it was right around, um, I was out for lunch. And um, he said, man, their site has crashed. There's, you can't get on their website. So like 20 minutes later, I, I just happened to get on. And um, there was tickets. And my friends, I thought my friends still want them. So I said, you know what, I'll grab two. This is the going rate for the hottest thing under the sun. I'll grab two tickets, and I'll take care of my buddy. Well, in the process, buddy didn't want them. <laughs> so it's a Wednesday. I thought, well, I'll resell them to somebody. Um. Because I really just didn't have an intention of going at that price. I mean, I, I I can't tell you the last time. I mean, I, that's a lot. It was $260 after fees for, for a guy that we've known less than a month. And don't get me wrong, would I go pay 20 bucks to see him, 40 bucks? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but that was a lot. I mean, you're probably sitting there thinking, well, dumbass, it sounds like you're paying 260 to go see him. 
I was I was frustrated by it, but I thought, well, as hot as this been, if everybody's really all about going to see them, they'll pay that. There'll be somebody. Well, the problem was hours later, this thing still wasn't sold out because imagine this in this economy, people don't want to spend a hundred bucks, no matter how much they love that song about fudge rounds and everybody getting screwed by the government. Um, so I put my tickets for sale on Facebook, face value. People making fun of me. Then some of the comments was like, "Oh, holy." Holy fudge rounds, Batman, and uh, oh yeah, but, but wait, I thought he was for the, oh, never mind. To which, finally, you know, hours later, um, I get tagged, I'm just taking my kids out for ice cream, and I get tagged in a post that from Oliver Anthony, this was uh, a few hours ago, he says, I apologize for the price at Cotton Eye Joe. I have a friend of mine trying to help book, help me book gigs. I told him I don't want to do anything that's more than $40 a ticket, ideally no more than 25 a piece. These are supposed to be affordable shows. Please don't pay $90 for a ticket. I'm going to work out the details with him, and if we have to reschedule this event somewhere else, we will. To which he, uh, people started tagging me. Just like I was like, okay, cool. Um, but I've already bought tickets, so what about us dummies that paid not only 90 but 99 plus the ridiculous-ass fees, right? So then one hour after that post, he says, Cotton Eye Joe has been canceled. Ultimately, it's my fault for not being more directly involved with the venues who have reached out. My plate has been full, and I delegated the responsibility to someone else to help me book. I'm not pointing fingers at Cotton Eye Joe. I don't know where the miscommunication took place. I'm just upset seeing these prices. We will find another place in Knoxville area that can do $25 tickets and free meet and greet. I will work to get your tickets refunded from my own budget if they can't. This will never happen again. Thanks for your patience. I'm still learning how all this works. Now, if that's true, if that's true, by all accounts, I have no reason to think it's not true, then good on this guy. And, um, you know, his friend probably don't, doesn't know what the hell he's doing either. I mean, thinking about if he's really as down home, aw shucks, as can be, like, that's probably a lot. Um, that's probably a lot for a good old boy and his buddy to go handle all this. I mean, the cat was on Joe Rogan, you know, the biggest podcast in the world. Um, he's doing things like, imagine just being a normal guy who played guitar for fun and, and you put this damn song together, not knowing how big it was going to be and how people were going to respond to it. And Jamie Johnson shows up to your first show. I mean, uh, either way, the show's canceled because whether he whether he's really that good of a guy, he knows it just looks bad for his brand talking about the good old boy system and down-home folks, and all of a sudden you're out here gouging the shit out of them for $99 tickets, then, you know, I have no reason to think that he's not just that guy that wants to be honest, and his buddy probably got worked into the system by Cotton Eye Joe. But once again, if his price really is that high, Cotton Eye Joe's probably going, okay, what kind of ticket price do we have to set forward with to, to justify this? But then again, I know there's been people up there who are bigger names than Oliver Anthony than this one-month stretch or not. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know who the hell's lying, who the hell messed up where. But I just know that it was an outrageous price, and I don't care how hot he is right now. Um, so good on him for canceling. I will be looking for that money to go back in that first freedom account just any day. Uh <laughs> for sure uh, I would buy a ticket and people immediately start tagging me in this thing in North Springs realistically guys probably still can't afford it I mean I have no I'm not you know I'm not going to sit here and be, be something that we're not 
But I did want to. Um, I worked this comment in right here, and I and uh, you know it probably sounded a little more dickheaded than I wanted it to. But I said, if you or your manager noticed, hundreds of people tagged you to come play North Springs Music Festival, a festival I put on yearly at my family farm in Tennessee. That's an all-day event where I only charge forty dollars per ticket for over eight hours and eight acts of legit country acts. The little man's e emails got ignored so you could accept a gig two hours down the road where the prices were a little more ridiculous. Promoters got to make their money back somehow. So if you wanted to play a small sh a show for the small folks at an affordable rate, we had a hell of an opportunity right down the road. The people would have loved to have you here in the old hayfield. By the way, I still pay those stupid price days, so who's the dummy here? <laughs> so um, and what he goes on to say, it's also horse shit that they're charging extra for VIP meet and greet. Those are supposed to be free. I will get this sorted out ASAP. Don't buy any tickets till then. Hey, man, like I said, by all accounts, this dude's the real deal. Like, he doesn't – he's just a normal guy that all of a sudden has been thrown into the public eye, and he probably – I don't know how he feels about it. He's, he's been pretty good. I mean, you know, I, I haven't watched all of the Joe Rogan podcast, but I watched a little bit of it. We come back from vacation the other day, and, I mean, man, he's, he's a – he talks pretty well. You know, um, he's a smart guy. Uh, seems to be enjoying the spotlight in the right scenarios. I mean, you got to be able to, you know, be pretty interesting to hang with Joe Rogan for three hours. Um, so I don't know. We'll see where this goes. Um, he didn't. He didn't help himself one bit, or his friend slash manager letting the Cotton Eye Joe do that. Now listen, is he still going to come here? I don't think so. I'm not. Uh, I wanted to express that because at one point I want this man to see that we're literally two hours from where you booked and these people would die because these people are the blue collar you know, people of a small town that doesn't have a lot of money I mean if you, I don't care if you talk about Gainesboro or Salina or Redbone Springs Lafette Tompkinsville Kentucky like there's not just a lot of money uh, here unless it's old money a lot of times and um these are the kind of people who are buying the records, and these are um, these are the people who support you. And I tell you what, and somebody's messing me right now. Um, I said this before North Springs last year. What you guys don't realize is, if, you, if you're listening because you're an Oliver Anthony fan and you just found this on Spotify or Podbean, where we have North Springs Music Festival, it's an hour and a half from Nashville, two hours from Knoxville, literally in my family's hayfield and my grandpa and dad's hayfield. Um, I have to work my butt off to get people to come here because I've got a good rapport and good relationships with some booking managers and the right um, agencies. And they have to, they say, hey, man, listen, like we have to be routed the right way. they got to be in Knoxville, Nashville, Georgia, Kentucky. they got to be coming through to, for it to even make sense to come to your place. Um, but I, t I said on stage last year, and I tell every musician and every booking manager this, and I mean it, and I will live and die by this. And I said it on stage last year, and I told the people this as they were good and rowdy, ready for Jason Eady to come headline. I said, I tell the managers, once you come here, once you play in Whitleyville, Tennessee, at North Springs Music Festival, you will not find a more loyal fan base that's going to buy every record, buy every T-shirt, buy the koozies, buy the stickers, and I looked at the crowd and I said, you crazy son of a bitch has hadn't let me down yet. I stand by this fan base. These people down here, Clay County up the road here used to have a sign that said, Clay County, home of the friendliest people in the world. 
And I believe that. Like these people down here, we don't have a lot. Okay, but we're good people who love music, love good, honest music, love country music. And Oliver Anthony would have fit in greatly here. Okay, people would have loved it. But at the same time, I know I've been working on this lineup since last November, last December. And after a while, I was like, screw it. We don't need Oliver Anthony. You guys might think you need Oliver Anthony, but I assure you, Cody Canada is a damn legend. Okay? Cody Canada is a damn legend. Them Dirty Roses voted one of the best live acts of 2022. Cole Chaney, I'm not saying it again. You just remember what I said. Write it down, underline, take a picture. He's that dude. Hannah Dasher, more personality in her pinky than anybody listening to this podcast has got. She's a damn superstar. Tim Gooden, jump on the bandwagon. There's t- there's time. There's room. My God. I listened to that whole record. I mean, my wife was like, I love it too, but you, you've got to stop. Like you've got, We've got to turn this off. You listen to it the whole way to Gatlinburg and back. Um, Addison Johnson, Rye Davis, West Ship. They've played North Springs. People love them here. I mean, they look at these guys like the second son down here. It's crazy. Like Addison, Ryan, Westship. I mean, it's, I mean, I'll say West to a lesser extent because he only played here like twice, but like they love him. But Addison and Ryan's like they're. It's like they're like a second family. It's like a second home to them here. So like, did we want Oliver Anthony? Yes. Did we need him, guys? We didn't need him for this festival. But do I think that if the opportunity arises and we can get him on a different show? Yes, absolutely. Because he really does. After today, I was on the fence. I was on the fence because I'm thinking, man, we've bombarded him with emails and notifications and tagging. It's like in nauseam. I was sick of doing it, honestly. Because, like, why? Why are we begging somebody? Like, let's get the people who want to be here. And I knew he was so bombarded that he probably wouldn't even see this shit anyway. But it makes sense. If anything can ever happen where this guy is affordable down the line and he can play here, he'll never forget this place, I assure you. And that's where I stand. I stand that the Cotton Eye Joe may have think they had to uh, price that out. Oliver Anthony seems to be um, a man who deserves the respect and because uh, he, he's going by his word. He knows – or his bread's buttered right now, and pissing off a bunch of rural, you know, hard-working people by charging 100 bucks ticket, and you ain't even been out a month. I mean, he he squandered it. He, you know, the cancel, show's canceled. Once again, I don't give a damn if it's Oliver Anthony or the Cotton Eye Joe. I will be looking for that $257 back in my first Freedom account as any day, and I'll be keeping an eye out. My vote, my vote, if that man wants to go and do a show in a reputable business in East Tennessee, there's nobody and no place better than the Shed in Maryville, Tennessee. That is my favorite place in the world, owned by um, Scott Maddox, originally from Baxter, Tennessee. And I saw them comment on his post that come to the Shed. Buddy, I vouch for that 2,000%. There ain't a better place in this world than the Shed. Juke Joint in Maryville, Tennessee. It's been around for years. Sturgill, Stapleton, Shooter, Cody Canada, all the big dogs, Blackberry Smoke. Ray, Ray Wiley Hubbard, they all played there, and uh, you know they're going to last the test of time. And you just hope Oliver Anthony lasts the test of time. But if he wants to go and do a show for East Tennessee, all the people 
hey, I will gladly go pay 25 to 30 $40 to go to the shed, a place that is a first-class organization, to go watch Oliver Anthony. Mark it down. Just go ahead and transfer my tickets to the shed and give me the excess. Because um, I, I wasn't going to go. I'm, I was selling those tickets. But I assure you, Oliver Anthony, the shed, Maryville, Tennessee, you make that happen, I'll be there. Love to hear from you guys. Share this post, you know, or share my, um, when this is released, release this because not everybody knows the North Spring Sessions with DK, Dustin Kennedy is out. Hope the hell it's on Apple soon. Hope it's on Google, uh, Google Podcast soon. Again, thanks for tuning in on Spotify and Podbean, wherever you get your podcast. Emergency podcast now, just to get this off the chest and say good on Oliver Anthony for telling uh telling the Cotton Eye Joe to blow it out their ass. So um all right. Thank you for tuning in to the North Spring Sessions podcast with DK. I will talk to you soon.